Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Who Invited Her? We are San Diego's LGBTQ pop culture podcast. I'm your host, Tony. And everybody, the rest of the crew is off this week. I gave him the weekend off, but she's back. She's co-hosted the show many times. Jenny Connor is here this week. Hi, Jenny. Hi, everybody. I'm so happy to be back. Thank you so much for having me. I know. I love this show. Last time you were on, you were dressed as Elvira for Halloween. Yes, and I think episode. I think you've alluded to mostly just saw my boobs the whole yep, time. Your so boobs, that's all that's we all right. saw. <laughs> but you guys, today I'm super, super excited for our guests. I'm big, big fans of them. Um, they do a live show every Sunday, 12, is it 12 p.m. our time, I believe, here on the on the West Coast, and then 3 p.m. East Coast. It is Heather Lunston and Stuart. Matthew Price. There's like three names, and I'm like, I gotta get them all. <laughs> Hi, you guys. We're so happy to be here. Yay! And you guys are calling in all the way across the pond from the UK. Oh yes. It's, what time? Eight thirty p.m. Yes. Eight thirty. I know it's like midday here. <laughs> I have just... to ask: Is across the pond one of those things that you guys can't stand? Yeah. And like, like when people say Cali for California, we're like, mm, they're no. not from California. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, we're so so influenced by the American culture anyway with our yeah. TV and film stuff. So, like, I think we're just used to across the pond. Across <laughs> the pond. The one I was going to ask you is: we always. I always hear people do when they like, especially here in the U.S. when they do like a British accent, they always say "Good day, Governor." Where did that come from? Why do people say that? I, I still blame Dick Van Bloody Dyke. <laughs> oh, I'm only going to refer to him now as Dick Van Bloody Dyke. Dyke. Yeah, that's, that's the only way we're going to refer to him. Yeah, yeah. From now on. So. The first time I got a really good belly laugh out of Stu was uh, I was we had just started dating and I looked at him and I go, "Hello, governor." Guys, come on, So you you both do a you're both theater singers actors and you're both very active before the lockdown, which has changed everything within the performance industry, especially even for like our podcast. Everything has changed. So you both were very busy beforehand because I know Stuart was doing or you had done the national the European tour of Rocky Horror where you played Riff Raff, um, which online. Everybody was sharing the that video of you like singing your head off. <laughs> so for both of you, because you were so active with theater and performing and cabaret singing, all of that changed when we went into lockdown. So how has that affected you guys, especially in the last year? And how did you make that change? Well, I mean, I guess initially, like everybody, we suddenly saw a huge... All our pre-booked concert dates, uh, even cruise ship appearances, everything that we had lined up, like thousands of dollars worth of work, boom, gone like that. Yeah. One day. And and it was, yeah, it was hard. I was, yeah, I was working predominantly as a guest uh, entertainer on cruise ships. So I was flying on and off ships constantly. Mm -hmm. Both of us were traveling. I was on like two flights a week. And um, I was on a ship when my next contract got canceled because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And I was, I initially just thought, okay, well, whatever, this will blow over. I'll t- make use of the paid time off, go home, visit my family. And little did I know going home, visited my, visiting my family, I never went back to my apartment in New York um, mm-hmm. and have had to like kind of, yeah, rebuild a life like on the fly, I guess, as a result. Yeah. It's been crazy. Dang. Professionally and personally. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, it is, yeah, it's been a um, a very like a lot of my friends and even a lot of a lot of our friends in New York as well. To to contracts just disappearing has been it's been frightening. And I think a lot of a lot of people sort of I think they were doing the waiting game to yeah. see if what happened and, and 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 all of that. And then maybe have found themselves in a routine or got a bit stagnant or ended up getting part-time jobs or full-time jobs in supermarkets and stuff and mm-hmm. but then there's others and, and like including us i think where we're like well we're we're good at what we do so let's try to find a way of doing what we do um and see if 
if we can earn anything out of it. So yeah. whatever happened, we kept being creative and, and meeting new people. And, and like we're now here talking to you guys, yeah. which is fantastic. Exactly. So, <laughs> and all of that's because a- you guys started the Lockdown Lounge, which is a live show you do every Sunday, where you just sing your heads off. Literally seeing your heads off for an hour. <laughs> so yeah. did, how did the concept of the show come about for you? How When did you guys decide, hey, let's do this, let's do it live, and let's see what happened? And how do you pick, for each week you have a theme. So how do you go about picking the theme? And when do you have time to learn all these freaking songs? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think definitely I have to pay credit to um, my for like my bosses for this company that I work for virtual piano bar, John Hawkins and John Richardson, they started doing online piano bars. Um, they're, they're based in Provincetown, which mm-hmm. is a huge, huge entertainment capital, especially for the LGBTQ community. Um, it's in the spring and they started um, these online, this online piano bar platform just on Facebook where they all of a sudden had all these artists and they were doing it every single day of the week. And I was producing the show, so I would watch them, all the artists perform, and never really thought anything of it doing it for, for us. Yeah. And then I started working for them in April. And then I came over here, we had all the equipment, and we just decided, well, let's let's see how it goes. We'll just do a, yeah, a concert in September. Stuff. Yeah. And we luckily they had, you know, they had figured out all the, the technical issues that a lot of people have come up against as far as live streaming is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, they have really, they had been the, uh, the guinea pigs for a lot of that. Mm-hmm. So we just kind of went with what they told us to buy and told and set up how they told us to. And it, we did one in September, one in October, and yeah. then the country uh, went into lockdown. And so we were like, well, what if we commit to doing it for four Sundays in a row? What's going to happen? Yeah. And yeah. It, essentially it was, the lockdown lounge came as a, a a need to relieve people of their day-to-day craziness and, and the monotony yeah. of being in lockdown. And what if we could just sing some songs and bring a little bit of joy for an hour and, and see whether there's an audience for it. Yeah. We never intended it to last as long. I mean, I don't think we intended lockdown to last as long as it has. <laughs> but oh, shit. It, it, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of become like... Um, because we're tip-based as well, so we we do it for fun, and if anybody does want a tip, it's great. But there's been like a consistent little bit of money that comes in. Now, it's not enough to change the world, but it's, yeah. it's really great to have the support, and it allows us to continue doing it, buy more tracks, pay the producers who are running the show on the time. And it and invest the t- and invest more time into the shows. Yeah. Um, as we started doing a lot more of, like production or um, mm. like video production. If it's a pre-made video with like more exciting things than just the two people singing yeah, cool. um, or um, doing, you know, mashups that we write, you know, it, it, it allows us to invest more of our time into mm. it, which has been really great. Yeah. And speaking yeah. of mashups, we have a clip of you guys doing Defying Gravity and Let It Go. It's a little, it's like the part, the best part of it when you guys both just sing your heads off. So we're going to play it so our audience can get a view of your guys's or a taste of your guys's amazing voices. So we're going to play that. Head pull me down. I'm through accepting limits. Cause someone says they're so. Some things I cannot change.
It's not okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it makes, I love it. Uh, seriously, like I okay. So I'm gonna tell you. I discovered. Well, I've been fans of both your guys before the lockdown lounge because I follow you on Instagram and YouTube videos and all of that. And then it was just one day your one of your videos got suggested, and I found it. And I was just like, how did I not know this? And I literally <laughs> spent the whole week binging every single one of your guys' past shows. And I'm literally in the, because I work from home, I'm in the room and Rob's like, here's me yelling, just stop, just stop. This isn't right. No. <laughs> While I'm watching you guys. He'd come in the room and he's like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, these two, I just can't with them. I can't. Ama- amazing. Yeah, I've been so binging since uh, Tony asked me to, to co-host um, and it's one of the, you know, you're like, oh gosh, you know, I need to, I need to prepare. Yeah. I need to. And then it was like, oh, I, I don't so need good. to, I just need to like do this in my life. Cause you guys are just amazing. And yeah. I have to say I'm a huge Disney fan. So that one, uh, the most recent Disney was, was just so good. And, uh, the Winnie the Pooh. Oh, I know. Right. I it was so good. <laughs> Okay, there's been, okay, I'm going to name, there's two specific performances Heather's has done that literally I was like, I am a 44-year-old man, I'm getting teary-eyed, this is not cool. It, Baby Mine and Christmas Lullaby. I was like, oh, oh my God, those were and, so good. And it Baby so Mine good. is um, is like real significant with me and my daughter well all my kids but my daughter one of my daughters specifically when she moved away from home the first time um oh I'm gonna cry thinking about it right now (laughs) and she would send me the song and go this reminds me of you with me mama and I'm like and now you're gonna have your baby and I'm just for our audience um Heather you're how long how far along are you because you guys are expecting your first child right yeah, yep. I am 25 <laughs> and a half weeks. I'm due at the end of May. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm so excited for you. Yeah. That is going to be so I, much fun. I, it's crazy. I mean, <laughs> I I just, I feel like I'm both, like, I, I feel like it's going to happen any day. And then I also kind of feel like it's never going to happen. It's yeah. So it's like, it's like <laughs> roller coaster of like, well, I'm like, is this real? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we watched, we watched Knocked Up last night. Oh gosh, <laughs> so good. Oh, how I'm supposed good. to cry at that film, but <laughs> right? <laughs> but yeah, but those two a... performances, I was like, oh Heather, oh look at you trying oh, to make me cry. <laughs> I have a, I have a pregnancy performer question because I, yeah. I did perform years, years ago when I was pregnant. Um. And my, my kids are adults now. In fact, I'm going to be a first time grandma right after pretty soon after you. Yeah. Um, but I, you're obviously an amazing singer and you're trained and all of that. But I'm, my question is how has your breathing, like what have you noticed about breathing as each month goes by? You know, it's funny. I actually feel like it was harder when we first started doing it because I wasn't used to how much more I was having to work. And so I feel like because we've been doing it so consistently, my body is kind of adapted and I've been more mindful of the breath. Um, But it definitely is, I I get winded faster, obviously. And I think there might be a little bit of, um, I think just because of all the hormones and extra, you know, whatever is happening to our bodies. (laughs) Extra-ness. Yeah, I yeah. feel like my cords, my cords are a little bit like this is a gross way of describing it, but thicker. Like, so it's a little bit harder to access certain um, sounds that I would normally be able to. But like, yeah. you just get on with it. And, well, and <laughs> well, you just said obviously, and the, that's the reason I asked. Is it is not obvious at all oh, <laughs> when you sing? You, I mean, I would never have known except that you guys referenced Baby Mickey or Minnie, and. Um, and so that's why I was like, what? How is she How doing is she that? Like 
Oh my God, I know. It's crazy. It's so amazing. The other but- thing I really love watching you guys is when each of you are doing your song, you both look at each other just so genuinely impressed with each other and like, <laughs> like, like, like you guys are each other's biggest fans. It is the most adorable thing in the whole wide world. And as a viewer, it really does put you in such a good mood. Like watching your show literally takes you out of whatever's going on in your life. And you just feel really good for that hour while you guys are up there singing your heads off. And I, and I think that's my biggest, like, why I keep coming back and watching you guys is your guys' chemistry. And I was telling producer Rob, I'm like, can you imagine these two having, like, a variety show on TV? Like, where they're singing, doing skit. Like, that would be so, I would share. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would be so cool. Like, just your guys' chemistry is so good. And watching you guys, it's like, I can watch you all day. It's so good. And then... Well, I mean, we- we do panic quite a lot, and we do. Oh, um, yeah. And that's the joy of it, watching you guys scramble. I'm like, yep, they're doing it live. They're, I know that feeling when things don't go right. It is, it's like, I've, I feel like it's a privilege every week that I get to sing with Heather, like creatively, let alone the yeah. fact that she's my wife. It's just, it's fantastic just to, I'm genuinely in awe of, of what she does week in, week out. And then, Knowing that she's pregnant and knowing yeah. how hard she's worked every week, I just yeah. So you're the best, babe. Well, I am. Yeah, obviously, you guys know. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, I think what you're seeing on on in the shows, we don't usually like. We both go into separate rooms mm-hmm. to like go through our stuff. So a lot of times, I haven't heard Stu sing some of the stuff, yeah. and so it's just like we don't have time to like. like do a full run or anything like that. Yeah. So we just go over the duets like once. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Are you serious? Yeah, like what? Oh my God. <laughs> I know, right? Well, I love like the, when Stu, when you sang Jesus Christ Superstar, and I don't think Heather, you had heard him sing it. And she's literally watching you like, like what? Huh? And I was the best reaction ever. Like it was like your face said it all. I think like exactly what the audience was feeling when Stuart was singing Jesus Christ Superstar. It was so good. And I think that's like one, like I was saying, that's really the joy of your guys' show is like watching you two interact. Even when you guys aren't singing, it's just as entertaining as when you're singing. And I love that. I love that. So I, my other, go ahead. I was say if, if, if we're gonna put a smile on anybody's face for a little bit of time yes, during this craziness, mm-hmm. like that's actually ultimately the goal. So yeah. we're happy to hear that. That's been so what is one of the songs you guys each have not sang and a duet that you at some point you know you're gonna have to sing and it makes you a little nervous? Is there anything left? <laughs> well, I mean, we we do this. Uh, request roulette show oh that's my favorite um, by this way the roulette shows are my favorite those are my favorite ones because i'm like what are they gonna do we sort of, we, we've learned the songs in a very rough format and then every every time it's coming around we like we refresh and we try to get them in. but there's so many now yeah. that we just we have not got enough time in the day to to get them all to a perfect standard that we're happy with but that's what's great about the roulette show uh, so like there's there's a couple of things like I'm a couple of requests that I had were Hamilton based. And now like mm. Hamilton is not traditionally the kind of show that a, a middle-class white British guy is going to go and play unless, <laughs> unless it's King George. So like yeah. that one, okay. But when I, I'm not the best rapper in the world. So when, You're not? when I get given, no, I know. Could have thought. So not giving away or, yeah, is it not giving away or not throwing away my shot or my shot with the song? Yeah. Which, by the way, is an ensemble number. It's been requested for me as a solo. So at some point it's it's going to happen and I'm going to have happen. to do a very horrible sort of version of that song. And yeah. I'm just, yeah, can't, can't come. <laughs> I do like the roulette shows because it's like a grab bag. We don't, as an audience member, you have no idea what's going to come next. And some of your guys' <laughs> and reactions, you guys don't know. I know, and the reactions are great. Where it's like, oh man, I guess I got to do it. Let's do it. Let's hope this works. <laughs> Which so Heather, is what's yours? Yeah, Heather, what's oh, yours? Like, of what? What am I nervous about? I just, I think it's more. It is always roulette based those shows give me a lot of anxiety 
because, and actually this happened in the second one, I just am like, okay, if I pull some of these numbers, if I pull five of these huge belty numbers, like, I don't know if I can get through it. And the second roulette show I pulled, don't rain on my parade and defying gravity within like 15 minutes yes. of each other. And I was are you kidding me? So <laughs> it's usually, it's not, it's not one song, but like, I know that if like get out and stay out, astonishing summer in Ohio, um, so much better. And like, there's just, there's, it could happen again in yeah. that way. I'm just like, I don't know what'll happen, but adrenaline gets you through a lot. Yeah. We, just did. Like, we are genuinely exhausted at the end of yeah. oh i bet i bet we always have a pizza. <laughs> we just, just sit grab a pizza and a drink and just chill out afterwards. oh i would do the same i'd be like Mm-mm, no i'm not doing nothing the rest of the night i'm done <laughs> i have another baby question go for it jenny <laughs> but it's but it it's around performing so it's still in the in the whole scheme of things when you give birth uh, and you know, so much can happen in the world between now and and May. Um, what's yeah. what will the plan be for the show? Yeah. Um, uh, and you know, as far as what you guys are going to be doing. Yeah. So we right now have shows scheduled. We have themes and shows scheduled through. What I mean, well, I don't know. Much, I don't really. know if it's really going to happen, <laughs> but like, we're very optimistic. <laughs> Until like May sixteenth, we have something planned. Yeah, and then we'll we're planning on taking the month of June off. Oh, um, yeah. Then, <laughs> That's essential. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, and then also, I think we're we're thinking about like not doing one every single week over the summer, but maybe like a few, and then having like a second season if you will start up again in the fall oh that's nice okay that good sense. you guys are still gonna yeah, do it good <laughs> yeah we've been talking to um some other people who are interested in producing it into uh i mean everything is very preliminary but yeah. um a, a little bit of more of a a more upscaled version that's more refined and less less interactive, I guess, because obviously when you watch our shows, yeah. we try to talk to the audience and back. So it's more like a, an official uh, streamed concert uh, oh, performance okay. with better production quality. And a live band and things like that. Yeah. Oh, but nice. we would never stop doing, we're not, we have zero plans of stopping the live stream and the free mm-hmm. stuff because that is, that's what we love to do. And yeah. we love the community so much. Yeah, that your guys' as fans are loyal. They're there every week, just <laughs> ready right. to go. It's so good. <laughs> so I wanted to I wanted to get your guys' history. Like for for Stuart, where when did you start performing? Like when when did you get the bug? I guess you could say. Well, I I guess it first started, I was I, I live in Portsmouth uh, mm. on the, well, we do now, but like I grew up here um, and it's on the south coast of the UK, but I was actually born in the Midlands, sort of halfway up the country near Birmingham. And uh, my grandparents, my late grandparents used to live up there. So we would travel up to see them. And once when I was six years old, we were driving up and I heard this music on the radio and I said, oh, mom, what is this? Or mommy, mommy, what is this? <laughs> mom, what did I do that? Okay. It's hello, okay. mom. And, it's and, no, uh, it's hello, governor. Remember? That's yeah. it. <laughs> What's this all about? Why am I doing the accent? Yeah. And, um, <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, mom turned around and she went, it, it's a musical. I was like, oh, what's a musical? And then that was the beginning. So I was yeah. six years old. It was the Phantom of the Opera by Lloyd Webber. Oh, and Phantom? Then, um, was it fa- was, did you say Phantom? Oh, yeah, that's that pretty. the first. That's producer Rob's favorite show. I can't stand it. It's like the <laughs> one show I cannot do. And he is religious about Phantom. And that is like our big one of our biggest arguments that we get into is over freaking Phantom. <laughs> Tony, I thought I was the only one. <laughs> no, I can't. I'm like, every time he's watching, then he watched the, the, the sequel, Love Never Dies. I'm like, oh, no, I can't with this. No way. <laughs> and then, Heather, you sang one of the songs from, and he got all excited. Rob got all excited. And I was like, I can't. 
Look at dividing <laughs> couples. You guys are dividing couples. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so it all yeah, dude, well, so it's all started with Phantom of the Opera for you. And then when did you yeah. realize that you can sing? Like I'm always curious about this with real amazing singers. I'm like, when does it click in their head? Like you go, oh shit, I can do this. Well, I, I guess I really I played the Pirate King in a when I was nine. In a, <laughs> of uh, the Pirates of Benzance, but I had a I had a speech problem, so it was the Pirate King for me. Oh. Um, so of course I have an entire song highlighting my inability to pronounce the R. And then um, <laughs> I love that, oh, that so, is so much. <laughs> we we have video footage, not here today, but like oh man, we're gonna need there. that. I know. I've seen it. You haven't seen any of my childhood videos not yet. yet. <laughs> I guess I guess I, I knew that I loved it, but it wasn't. And I was one of those lucky boys where, as I grew older, my voice settled, but it didn't break in a like blah, 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 kind uh, of huge yeah. way. So my voice naturally sort of found its footing. And then I think I, I, when I was sixteen, I went to the Brit School, which is where like Adele and Amy Winehouse and a, and a few other big people went to. Yeah. <laughs> Fancy. They were a lot more successful than I ever <laughs> would be. Um, and, but it was there that I suddenly realized, okay, I have a voice and I want to use it and I enjoy singing big yeah. time. And then drama, further drama school happened and then the rest is history, I guess. Yeah. I see in my head, I think I sound like you, but then in real life, I'm like Gilbert Godfrey. That's what it comes out Stop of. Stop it. So. Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> what about you, Heather? How did you? How did it start for you? You know... I love music. I started playing piano when I was five mm -hmm. and um, loved Disney. And I loved to sing along to the Disney soundtracks and, and started taking like group singing classes, like at the at a local place in town um, when I was probably like 10 or 11. And I, yeah, I just always loved to sing it, but I think, I think that, I don't know if I ever like had a moment of being like, oh, I can sing. I feel like I always just kind of knew it was something that I really enjoyed and people seemed to let me do it. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it, it was, um, yeah, I, I would, I think it's also, I've developed the skill because I didn't take lessons until I was in high school. So, but I would sit at the piano for hours and sing along to like, soundtrack yeah. piano book um and that was really why i wanted to learn how to play the piano is to accompany myself <laughs> <laughs> and uh so i yeah i think that's it and then um i was lucky enough to have voice teachers along the way who helped me develop the different i was classically based at first yeah. for and have a degree in opera um but then have had teachers that have helped me develop other colors of my voice and and, yeah. that's just and you and you show you know. all of that off on your show because i love like a very classical soprano and it yours is gorgeous i love it but then you'll go and belt your head off <laughs> so it's like you get both as a fan you get both and i like i like when you do the old school like carousel and all of those and it just sits so beautifully up there and it's just like oh yeah. just do that all day please just sing that all day. yeah i love, <laughs> so I love singing that That's so much we have we have a show coming up at the end of the month which is the we started a musical to the decade series yeah. and so this month is the 50s, which is like Music Man so and Guys classes. and Dolls and King and I. I mean, it's just, the, it's going to be impossible to put a set list together. I'm so, yeah. I'm so excited about It'll it. It'll just be another two, three hour show. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Do it. Do it. It's That's fine, fine with us. That's fine with us. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Heather, you are um, pretty familiar with SoCal because you've, you've done theater down in our neck of the woods. Yes. Yeah. I know. I was so excited. I saw that you were from San Diego. I yeah. lived in, um, I went to Azusa Pacific. University oh, okay. Yeah. Schooling, like a thousand years ago. And um, then I stayed in uh, Southern California for a few years after that. Went to New York for a few years and then moved back to LA in 2014. Was there until last, wait, no, two years ago, 2019. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> time, time doesn't matter time anymore. It's all the same yeah. now. <laughs> the last year. Because you did <laughs> Catch Me If yeah. You Can. You did the West Coast premiere of Catch Me If You Can at Moonlight um, <laughs> Amphitheater here yeah. in San Diego. I'm right here. Yeah. Yeah. I did that. Yeah, I've done a couple shows at Moonlight. I did that one. I did the Sondheim on Sondheim at the Avo. Um, so a smaller show. And then yeah. I did Peter Pan with them as well. I, I love San Diego Theater is amazing. I talk yeah. about it all the time. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like it's the great. most underrated like people we stay under the radar but there's such good shows that come out of san diego and people do such great work here and you also did and this is where i saw you which i didn't put two and two together we were talking about the show before the show you did the concert of carousel up at barn theater company in temecula and i'm like i know i know i've seen her before and then it dawned on me i saw that concert with you in it and it was so good and i love that theater we saw um they did a production of Little Women that one of my friends was in. And they just do really good work. And it's a cute theater up in downtown Temecula. So, yeah, I you have your, your roots here in San Diego, which I was like, oh, that's cool. So this is, a, this is a question for both of you. What dream role? I, I always ask this with performers. Like, what is the one role you're like, I got to do this before I kick the bucket? What is it? What is that one role on that list for each of you? He's going to laugh at me because because my accent is horrendous. <laughs> or so he says. I don't think it's as bad as he says it is, but I would really like to sing Eliza Doolittle. Oh, uh, yes, my fair lady. That would be so good. Why, do you have a bad Cockney British accent? Let's hear Let's it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not nervous. About a this guy. Yeah. Um, no, it's more. I think. I think it's more actually worse. The posh accent. I think it's harder. Like, oh, darling. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> He's like, what two is that? There's, there's two. There's two accents that Heather does. It's either Dick Van Dyke on crack, or, uh, or Julie Andrews. Julie, my Julie Andrews. Yeah, you do. Quite, very much. <laughs> What about you, Stuart? What about you, Stuart? You're the one role you're just, you gotta do. You gotta do. You, you, like, it's it's so silly because the, I think there were better roles out there to to play. Okay. But if I could play Jean Valjean in Les Mis, just, just so I can say that I've done it. Done it. Because when I was a kid, Les Mis was very much, I did my Lego to Les Mis. Yeah. So um, it'll be it'll be nice to kind of like sort of do a full circle so, and, yeah. and have a go. That was oh, the man. first theater show I ever saw was Les Mis. I wow. remember. Yeah, my mom took me because I was like, I got to see me and, my, me and Manny, my brother, who, yeah, that was the first show my mom took us to. And then we were hooked after that. It's, it I love that. Three-hour show. I know, and I was like at the edge of my seat the whole time. I loved it. Through the like, whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. <laughs> I think that's a fabulous part, and I'm I'm actually kind of surprised. Well, you're young. That's probably it. You're younger than Valjean, than Valjean so that's probably still in the cards for you. I, I appreciate it. I mean, one is turning 38 this year, but I appreciate the other. <laughs> baby, you're a baby. Did you miss that grandma thing I said earlier? <laughs> I mean, to be honest, who doesn't want to play a role that ages like 20 years within two minutes at the end of the <laughs> Right? <laughs> right. Oh, that is, that is true. <laughs> And uh, Stuart, you, besides being an amazing singer-actor, you're also a composer because you wrote two two musicals or more than two? Because I know you did Imagine, Imaginarium, I think it is called, and then Before After. Yeah, uh, there's, there's, there's two musicals that I've, I've been I've been writing musicals since I was 11, yeah. um, but I never finished any until, I think, nearly seven years ago with Before After. And that... It was a, a commission from a small company in Tokyo who had heard a song that I'd written and thought, oh, I like this style. Would you consider writing a, a two-person musical? Uh, and I was like, okay, I'll give it a go. Like, what have I got to lose? It's either going to work or not. Um, and then it ran on and off there for five years until yeah. the pandemic happened. Um, and then we've just recently done a reading of it um, at the Southwark Playhouse, which is being streamed at the moment um, until the 28th of the month with a gray area theater and it's starring 
Hadley Fraser. Who oh, I love him. He's so good. Ah, uh, he was Pirate Queen. He did Pirate Queen on Broadway, right? Yeah. He did, yeah. That was yeah. his his big transfer debut. It yeah, was fantastic. He's, he's great. He's and then his wife Rosalie Craig, who was recently Bobby okay. in the, um, the Ken- company, right? Of- yeah, company. Mm. That's right. Oh yeah. Wow. Where do people? Where if people want to watch it now, like streaming, where can they go and see it? If you go to uh, uk. Yeah. Uh, it should be on there under their on-demand streaming stuff until the 28th of Feb. Um, and then we're, there's possible talks about a future for the show, so we'll see. But yeah, if, if the music's great. The, there, the music's great for it. And if, and if people want to check out the music, you can find the, the cast album with um, Hayden Frazier and his wife, Ros, Rosalind Craig. I, Craig, I think. Is that her name? Uh, on the... On the cast album, it's uh, another fabulous actress over here called Caroline Sheen. They, Caroline Sheen on the had they did the original workshop together, and so I oh. recorded them. To, yeah, to, you can listen to the whole album on Spotify. That's how I found it, and I, the music's beautiful for it. It's really cool. I'm, I like it. <laughs> so I want to test since you guys sing so much musical theater. I thought it'd be fun to play a little game with you and test your musical theater knowledge. So we're going to kind of do a name that tune version with um, and see how you do. And Jenny, you can jump in on this, too, because okay. I'm curious to see if you know any of these. Wait, do we just like raise our hand if we know it? Shout it out. Shout it out if you know it. I'm going to play like the first like five to ten seconds of the song and then we'll pause it and see. And if you know it right away, shout it out. And some of these are going to be for all of our listeners who all of you musical theater kids out there. Um, some of them are going to be classical Broadway shows, and some of them are going to be very modern, new ones. So this is going to be interesting. <laughs> All right, ready for the first one? You're nervous. <laughs> All right, let's let's hope this this help my little soundboard oh. works. Okay, here's the first one. Oh, uh, Broadway musical. Oh, Chicago, it's funny, honey, oh my. Yes, um, Chicago, funny, honey. Funny, <laughs> you guys honey. Got it. <laughs> well, that was a group effort. <laughs> yeah, that was a group effort. Yeah, it's, yeah, funny, honey. Funny, hubby, funny, honey. Honey. Yeah. For her first okay. number. Yeah. Okay, let's go to the next one. This one, I have no idea what it is. Well, oh. now once upon a time, so they tell us, somewhere beneath the mountains of Mexico, the dwelt a royal fella. Any any guesses? It's an old show, and they revived it, it early two thousands with Audrey um, Audrey McDonald on Broadway. Oh, and, um, well then is it one hundred and ten in the shade? Yes, one hundred and ten in the shade. <laughs> I don't know the score, but I just know that she did that, that show. Yeah, she did. <laughs> <laughs> I actually yeah. like that show. Nobody ever does it, and the music's pretty for it. Okay, ready for the next one? King. <laughs> This is another great show. Oh, it's a... Oh, no, it's not. It originated here in San Diego. Oh, yes. Um, Me in the Sky? Me in the Sky. Yeah, Me in the Sky. Yeah, from... Do you know the show? Yes, Come Fly Away, which premiered here at the La Jolla Playhouse here in San Diego, and then it went to Broadway. What? Oh, yeah. One of our friends actually produced it, right, Robbie? Yeah, uh, one of our friends, Gary, is Gary. a producer on that show. So we still haven't seen it. So next time we go to New York, I have to see it. Yeah. While, while I have the mic, I just wanted to give a shout out to a couple of listeners. Yeah. Thanks, Susan, for watching us. Um, also, thank you, Jeffrey, for watching. And he agrees with you guys. He can't stand the Phantom. I, <laughs> yes, Jeffrey, thank you. <laughs> I just have to defend myself. It's because when I grew up in Michigan, I drove to Toronto to see it at the Pantages so many times. So as a young young yeah. guy, I thought it was awesome. And so it, I have very fond memories. That's why I love it. It's but still awful. Anyway. I think you're in the majority, Rob. I yeah, think, I think Tony it. and I are not, are not yeah. right in the world. <laughs> when we were, so our last big trip before lockdown, we were actually in London. And where else did we go? London, Edinburgh, and... 
Manchester. And oh. we were we tried to go see Come Fly Away while we were in London because it was actually there in the West End. And it was sold out. We couldn't get tickets. I was so bummed. And we were like, oh, oh man. Yeah. So I ended up watching yeah. the musical Six, which was great. And wow. then Juliet, I think it was Ju- the Juliet and Romeo musical they were yeah. doing. Yeah. yeah, it was actually mm-hmm. highly inter. It was a jukebox musical, but it was highly entertaining. <laughs> Both of those shows were great when we were we were there. But that was our last big trip, and then that's all we did. I know. Okay, ready for the next one? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that? What is it? What is it? <laughs> Yes, I was like, Heather, you better get this it's one. It's from Carousel, but what's the name of it? Um, Blow High, Blow, blow Low. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jenny, they said it right at the beginning. Come on. All right, ready for the next one? Let's see. <laughs> this is tricky. You you guys sang songs from this show. Oh, oh. From Waitress. Yes, Waitress. And it's the um yeah. it's the contra contra con- can't say the word. Um contraction ballet. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, I, was, I don't know what it is, but I can tell I can tell by the chords and then also the the way like the meter, it sounds like Sarah Barella. Well, yeah. Yeah. I love that show. It's such a good show. The music's beautiful for it. <laughs> All right, Stuart, you got to come on. Heather's getting all of them. I don't think <gasps> Stuart's gotten one yet. Oh, wow. You got all that, Stuart. <laughs> all right, ready for the next one? For the first time in my life. Oh, yeah, Bridges of Madison not? County. One of my it favorite shows. Uh, is it a million? Uh, one one second, second and a million miles. Yeah. Yep, that's it. You guys need to sing that one. That would be great. It's a good song. That's a show you both should be in. You both could be in that show. That's a good show. It's a really good show. All right, ready? Next. (laughs) Jenny, you know this. Jenny, you directed that show. How did you not know it? <laughs> Listen, and I saw it in London. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who did you see? Who did you see as the, as uh, King Arthur? Do you remember? Oh, no, because it was literally twelve years ago, and I, oh, yeah, I can't remember. And it was at the end of a of, of a trip that we did that started in London, went to Spain and came back to London. And we literally got on the plane the next day. And you don't remember. Were you Dude, drunk, I wish Jenny? I could remember. Were you drunk? I mean, I was in London. So, <laughs> so I'll take that as a I don't yes. know what that means. I just. <laughs> All right, let's do the next one. Were you in it, Stuart? No, no, no. Um, I I just think it's like Tim Curry, I think, opened it. And I saw Tim Curry do it. Oh, no, yeah, the, this. This, I wish I had seen Tim Curry. I'm a huge right. fan, uh, but it wasn't Tim Curry. It was uh, it was later, like it had been going for a bit. Are you ready for the next one? <laughs> this one's simple. Everybody knows this song. I think everybody does. Yeah. 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 I like how you're both just waving. <laughs> you're like, we got it. Yes, Dear Evan Hansen, which they're turning into a movie like they did with Prom that's going to be on Netflix coming out. And it's going to have um, the original, some of the original Broadway cast, I believe. I think. Ooh, ben, do you know when? I'm, I forget the date. I want to say it's coming out this yeah. fall or, or something. Oh, I think. Right? Did you guys watch yeah. Prom on Netflix? Yeah. The, what yeah. did you think? Because there was so much controversy when it came out with um, what's his name's character? James Corden. Yeah. yeah. I, it was, I thought it was great. I loved it. I don't feel I, I have, a, have a right to have an opinion on James Corden taking on that sort of role in, yeah. in that sort of way. But I do, I do think that <laughs> I thought the, some, some of the songs are fantastic. Yeah. Um, like I think the lead girl's first first song, it was like, oh, this is a 
this is a cool little musical yeah. and she's going through the quad or whatever. Yeah. And she was wonderful. Oh, she was wonderful. And yeah. I like that she was an unknown. They took an unknown, somebody that didn't do the part on Broadway and said, hey, let's put her in the movie. And she did great. Yeah. I liked, I thought it was a good movie. I liked it. Whatever, All right. whatever controversy there is, it, it, when do we get to have such an influx of musical theater? <gasps> Thank you. Good right? Answer. Thank yes. you. <laughs> making it and then let's spark a conversation. Let's spark controversy, but yeah. let's just keep making it. Yeah, yeah, so I'm hope I'm I'm excited for Dear Evan Hansen because I love the show and I thought it was great. So it'll be interesting to see how they. It's always interesting when they take a show like a well-known Broadway show and put it into film because you lose some of it, but and some people do a very bad, and then some are so good. Like Prom's a great example. It, it translated to film. I thought really well. Yeah. Um. Let's do yeah. one more. See if you guys. This is easy. <laughs> that's too easy god i wanted to give you guys a hard one. Oh, that's easy to, oh here king of silver king of gold Town. jenny look at you, look at you. I, can't remember the, I can't remember the name of it it's caught it's epic too is the name of the song but yeah Hades Town. look at you you got one <laughs> Yay for you! Wait, I hoped on Funny Honey. Just kidding. You did, you did. <laughs> but I think I think Heather won that game. She got most of them. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! Yay! So Bye. tomorrow, tomorrow is Valentine's Day. Are you guys going to be doing anything for Valentine's Day besides your show? <laughs> no, I think um, every uh, we're, we're not really people who celebrate Valentine's Day. Like we we try to. Do it all year round. Yeah. Oh, good but, answer. Look at him. Good answer. Good answer, sir. <laughs> that's a. Well, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll sleep in a bit. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Robbie <laughs> and I. Robbie and I never really do Valentine's Day. I just don't get it. I know. We just we do it like you said all year round. I'm like, why do you need one day? But some people do. Teach their own, yeah. I guess. But yeah, Valentine's <laughs> is tomorrow. What are you gonna do, Jenny? You and Bill. Nothing. Can I, say, can I say Valentine's Day is all year round with us? Yeah. With you <laughs> no, too, yeah. um, we, you know, sometimes we do stuff. Obviously, we're not going to go out. Um, and my sister lives with us right now. So not a lot of romance in the oh. house. I'm just kidding. No, but um, sometimes we have uh, our kid. We do like a family Valentine's Day. Oh, thing yeah. Or whatever. Family Some dinner people get really like into it. And I just don't get it. I'm like. Why? That and Easter are the two holidays I don't get. I don't know yeah. why. <laughs> well, don't Easter is really big over here. Is yeah. it? Really big. Is it? Yeah. Oh, really? What was that? We, we love chocolate. So oh, it's a chocolate egg. Sure. I just Chocolate don't get the whole rabbits. rabbit laying eggs stuff. I don't know. I'm just like, what does that have to do with anything? It's a, isn't it a Church of England more or less uh, holiday? Yes, because, yeah, like, yeah, the church, yeah. that's essentially yeah. what it's about. But I think it's evolved very quickly into, can we get bunnies and chocolate? And yeah. Easter egg <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, cool. That's true. <laughs> so, Heather, you, when did you move to the UK? Like, when would, did you make the move over there? Well, um, like I said earlier, that I went home to the Chicago area to visit yeah. my family um, when I got canceled on that cruise ship. And that was March 11th that I went back. And that was the day that Trump closed the borders. So oh. I ended up so I went back with just like a suitcase from my apartment in New York, planning to stay for a couple of weeks and ended up staying in the Chicago area for three months. Mm -hmm. And during that time, um, desperately trying to figure out how Stu and I were going to see each other again, because he was not allowed to come to the oh. States because no Europeans yeah. were allowed to come. And, uh, I, and it wasn't necessarily, oh, and there were a lot of, uh, bans on Americans going to Europe, but the UK had a loophole. And so when we felt like it was safe enough for me to fly. So around June, when it was like, oh, maybe this is all dying down a little yeah. bit. Uh, I bought a plane ticket. It was my third one that I had bought. So I had bought three pre or two previously and canceled them. Yeah. And Take, took a leap of faith and came over here and um, didn't plan on staying forever. 
Um, but we were planning on moving back to the States and yeah. she was going to immigrate um, and we were going to live in New York. And uh, we just it kept going on and on and on. And so we, we got engaged in August. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, recent. Uh, you got, it's yeah, so interesting. You guys got engaged during lockdown and now you're going to have a baby during the pandemic. <laughs> we got engaged August 3rd and then we... Um, started planning our wedding. We decided we were going to stay in the UK. So we started working with a lawyer here. Uh-huh. And, but the only way we could get married was online through the state of Utah. <laughs> so we have what? an American marriage, but we got married while we were physically in the UK. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so so we're planning that. While we were planning that, we found out we were pregnant. Yeah. And then, so we found we were pregnant a couple, and then also during that time, my parents moved me out of my New York apartment. So they blessed them. They went Aww. out to pack the car and packed up all of my stuff. Yeah. So it's in Illinois now. Um, and we found this home that we're living in now. Uh, so we signed a lease. We got married. We Jeez, um, that is a busy year. Filed for immigration. We had to follow the immigration papers, which in itself is crazy. It was oh, a very, Jesus I think, when Christmas came, it was the just hearing you, you just hearing you talk about it is giving me anxiety. It's just <laughs> so too tired. much. I know, I'm like, I can't. <laughs> What has been the biggest changes, Heather, from like, I mean, you went to a whole nother country. You like just, yeah, big move. Like what was the biggest, hardest adjustment you had to make going over? I, well, I don't, I don't actually know that I know what the biggest adjustments are going to be for living over here yet, just because it's been such weird circumstances. Yeah. We've been like, you, the UK has had serious lockdowns since the beginning of November. So the last three and a half months we've just been in our home really only spent time with each other. Um, and like, but I will say things that I miss are mostly food based. Like I miss some good. (laughs) See, I would, I, I, that is like my go-to is Mexican food. And my brother just moved to New York He's been there what two a year or two? A year. Now? Yeah, a year. A year. Yeah. Um, and that's the one thing he always misses is like, I want Mexican food. I want Mexican food. And yeah. I and like you, I had bought three, four plane tickets to go see him. And because of COVID, mm-hmm. they I wasn't able to. And it's been a year. And this is like the longest we've been apart <laughs> in our life. Yeah. So it's been weird. But yeah. he works oh, at yeah. the public theater, and thank God he still has a job there. So the, there's they've been shut down and doing everything mm-hmm. virtual. Um, but they're hoping, I guess there's rumor they're going to be opening back up in the spring is what he was saying. So I don't know. Hopefully theater comes back. I really hope so. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah, in one form or another, it will. Oh, for sure. I, I, yeah, I miss live theater. I really do. I miss oh, doing. I miss going. Both. We would go all the time. I know. I miss it. I bet you do, Jenny, because you're doing everything online. You guys are yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Anything, anything and everything that we can possibly do virtual. Yeah. So Stuart, Heather, give everybody how they can watch your show, how they can follow you, all of that good stuff. Right. Well, it's, uh, it sort of all came out of my personal Facebook profile page and stuff like that. So if you, if you're on Facebook and you find Stuart Matthew Price, uh, you should be able to find my profile page and then like it. Uh, it's, it does get streamed to Heather Lundstedt as well on, on Heather's page. Either of the places. Or if you're on YouTube, search for uh, Stuart Matthew Price and you'll find my channel. And then we're up on YouTube every single week as well. And you can go back and watch them all if you want. They're yep. all still there. So. Yep. And we all have a link on our website. So all of you listening, you can just click on our website and I'll take you directly to see their live show every Sunday. It's at 12 o'clock Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. And then is it 8? p.m. your guys' time, right? 8, in the yeah. 8 p.m. your guys' time. Yeah. And then what is the theme for the next coming up shows, especially for March? Well, um, we well, tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Then we have Stephen Schwartz is after that, and then the 50s. And then March, we're not 100% certain on 
what they're going to be. But we know we're doing another request roulette for sure. We'll do this. We'll do the sixties because we're going to continue through the decades. Yeah. And then we're trying to figure out what our compo. We'll do a composer feature and um, another. I'm not sure what well, we well, slated because we're discussing a potential extra a, a new way forward for the concerts. It yeah. might be that we're doing three on Facebook every every month and then a fourth one that is a ticketed thing. So oh, I think nice. we're at the moment sort of playing it safe and not overly committing. But yes, everything Heather said is it will still be happening. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. you're gonna have a baby <laughs> to throw it throw yeah. it on top of it. Songs right? that include the word baby is coming. Oh I know, yeah. A whole baby theme show. Yeah. <laughs> If you've got anything or your listeners have anything that they would want us to do, oh, let us know. Oh, yes, yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can name a ton of them. Yes. <laughs> and Jenny, how do people how do people find you and what is um, OB doing now? Like, where, what are you, what's the next show you guys are putting up? So we are working on a virtual um, or a streaming version of the last five years. We have a we have a couple here in town that um, that performs and um, since we got shut down re- recently, we actually had a stay at home order here in, in San Diego because yeah. California was bad and really bad. so we were like, oh, what can we do? And um, so they came in and filmed. We were, we filmed it in front of a green screen. They recorded and then lip synced themselves to get better sound. Um, and then, uh, so that's Bill's, my husband is editing that right now. So that will be, you'll be able to find that at obplayhouse.com by, by the end of the month. So in the next week or two, that will be up and, and ticketed and, and all that good stuff. So, and those two have, uh, yeah, crazy good voices and Chris and Carrie Miller. Yeah. So good. Those two. Yeah. And then what is there anything slated for after last five years? Uh, seriously, I, we keep, <laughs> you know, you, you make, I know you guys know this, you yeah. make a plan and then you have to pivot and you make mm-hmm. a plan. So right now we do what we would do if we were able to get, um, a limited audience again, um, which we were kind of a little bit doing, um, is hopefully start working on Avenue Q again. Oh, um, it's kind of a staple for us. Yeah. People love to come People see love it. that show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then probably Rocky Horror. That's another one that does really well. Yeah, you're familiar with Rocky Horror. Yes. Yeah, Obi. Oh, yeah. Obi here in San Diego is its own little animal, and they oh, yeah. just they love them some Rocky Horror shows. Oh, I so. know the, the people, all the kids over in Ocean Beach. Yep, they love yeah. Rocky. Yeah. That and when you guys did Reefer Madness, both of those Reefer Madness, um, American Idiot did great yeah, for did really us great here. We we tend to do things that are not uh, traditional. Well, not Oklahoma, basically. Yeah, it's, not not, it's not our audience. <laughs> <laughs> and Rob, did you have something wrong? Yeah, I just, we were talking about um, uh, our audience tuning into their channel, and um, we do have a request for you. Since, <laughs> since you are uh, expecting a baby, um, we have a request that you, uh, they would love to hear you both sing Children Will Listen from um, oh, Into the Woods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have doing a, a second Sondheim Yeah, your Sondheim was a great show. Oh. That was a good one. All of them. Yeah, we'll work that for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I am so happy you guys were able to join us and hang out with us for this hour. We got to talk to you. And so nice to meet you both. Yeah. You're just amazingly. Thank you. Thank you and I will be tuning in tomorrow for your show. So <laughs> I will see Yeah. And everybody go check, go check out Heather and Stuart Joe every Sunday. It is re- it'll put you in the best mood. It really will. It's just such a joy to watch you guys every week. And I'm glad you guys are going to keep doing it, even though you're going to have a little baby. Um, but thank you so much for coming on the show this week. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, you guys could all follow the show at Who Invited Her underscore podcast on Instagram, or Who Invited Her SD on Facebook and Twitter. Um, go ahead and subscribe. Give us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts. It helps out a lot. And you can watch us every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. on Out at TV. 
um, which you can get on Apple TV. Where else is it? Roku, Amazon, all of that. And then you can watch my other show, Film Springa. We're on Out at TV every Friday night at 8 p.m. So tune into that. Next week, um, the boys are back, and Miss Jenny's going to join us. She's going to fill in for Miss Miriam T. So it's going to be a fun episode. We're going to get into Britney and Drag Race, Drag Race UK. There's going to be a lot to talk about next week. But until then, thank you again, Heather and Stuart. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. And we will see everybody next week. Bye.